This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Pass it. To Walker at half court, Walker to Hall, three seconds to go, Hall goes in for the slam, he's done it again! A dunk at the end to tie it at 71, here's a heave from Wheeler, three-quarter court, no good, and Malik Ball into regulation, end of overtime, we are going to a second overtime period. This is Durden Sprague. Five gunning from three, a 13-4 San Antonio run. Dame into the lane, pitches off to the edge. There is Grant with his sixth three-pointer of the night. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Durian toward the corner. Richardson driving toward the hole. Fakes, gets a man in the air. Easy lay-in. 47-26. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader. 1080 the fan. Happy hump day, everybody. How we doing? What is happening? I have a question off the top as I come in like Macho Man Randy Savage with my elbow onto Jason Swigart's chest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seventy years old. His birthday would have been yesterday. Happy birthday, R.I.P. R.I.P. Did you forget he died? I did for a moment. Forget the Macho Man Randy Savage is no longer living. One of the more Jim in his honor today. One of the more random, like deaths of my like impactful celebrity deaths of my life because I remember where I was. I was at (laughs) Macho Man Randy Savage. Got you, huh? It got me because there's a um, in Park Rose where I where I grew up in the. There's a neighborhood, like, uh, corner store, and we used to call it the little store. Like, it is a tiny market. If I went in there right now, I'd probably be amazed (laughs) of how much bigger that store felt when I was a child versus what it really is. Anyways, we used to go there all the time, like, every day. And I remember going in there, because he didn't, he died, I want to say, like, eight, ten years ago, something like that. 2011. Yeah, so over ten years ago. Eleven years ago. And I just so happened to go into that neighborhood to reminisce about my life. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop at the store. I'm going to get something to drink. And I got something to drink, and I just found out. And they, it's, I saw it on a little TV behind the counter. It was like, Macho Man Randy Savage has died of a heart attack while driving his car. What? And I was like, what? Not Macho Man. And I looked to my left, and you know what was to my left? A Slim Jim. <laughs> did you buy one for solidarity? I, I didn't. I Come didn't on. Come on. <laughs> Are you not going to honor Macho Man Randy Slim Jim Savage at that by point. snapping into a Slim Jim? <laughs> 
All-time goat, man. One of the all-time goats. One of the all-times. And it's just one of those, uh, you'll never forget where you were when he died. <laughs> I, I, Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You do, don't you? I do, yeah. yeah. Well, hell, yeah. I forgot for a moment that he was even dead. But I did love <laughs> Macho say. Man Randy Savage. I was a big fan of his as a kid. Um, I don't know if he was my number one, though, go-to in the 90s. He probably wasn't my number one. I had a lot of randoms because I used to watch it when it was like WWF back before sure. it was like super popping. I was always an Undertaker guy. Big you fan of Undertaker. Big fan of the Undertaker. Yeah. The outfit, the music, the lights going down. Sure. That was a vibe that I was in on. Sure. You know, I, uh, one of my first ones who's kind of like Undertaker, but he did more of a voodoo vibe, but it was <laughs> very similar. Uh, his name was Papa Shango. Papa Shango. I don't remember him. He used to paint his whole face like a voodoo witch doctor. Okay. And he would just like curse you, but he was he had so much he had so many good theatrics <laughs> that I, I loved watching him. He wasn't a great wrestler, but you know. This has now led me to Google the top twenty five wrestlers of the nineties. Oh, I mean you're gonna That's a fun walk down memory lane, man. I hated Jake the Snake because he yeah. brought that damn snake out and I hated i I've always hated snakes. Hated the British Bulldog. You hated the British Bulldog? I did, yeah. Really? I liked Owen Hart. I was in on Owen Hart. No, R.I.P. I watched that R.I.P. Live. Owen Hart. Yeah. He dropped 50 feet off a cord and slammed his head onto a turnbuckle. And you're Ultimate like, Warrior. Is, is the Ultimate Warrior still alive? Ooh, I don't know. That's actually a great question. I don't know if the Ultimate Warrior is alive. No, I, Luke, I didn't Luke. like him either. You didn't like the Ultimate Warrior? No, nah, he was an enemy of Hulk Hogan. I know. I liked his thing, though. Come sprinting in. He'd grab the ropes and kind of go crazy. Like, start <laughs> swinging. I'm like, I like it. I like what this guy's doing. That is a guy that took pre-workout right before he came out from his entrance. Not alive. Died in 2014. R.I.P. Ultimate Warrior. I think most of these guys die of heart attacks. Probably, yeah. Because is, of the amount of stuff they put in their body. <laughs> is Kane still in politics? Uh... Yeah, he was a mayor. I think, I think yeah. he's a Republican mayor in Tennessee somewhere. Okay, okay. I coincidentally knew the coach at Clark uh, Community College basketball. <laughs> Shout out. He randomly bragged about Kane playing for him. Oh, okay. Like, you know my one of my biggest players, Kane. And I was like, who's Kane? And he goes, <laughs> he, he goes, Kane the wrestler. And I was like, okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Did he come out with flames and red masks? Because, like, I don't really care that much. He, he probably was a dominant big. I think he's a big dude. He is. He's like, I think he's like 6'10". Like, six legitimately like a, a big dude. Giant-ass dude. Yeah. Yeah, favorite wrestlers from the 90s is always a fun one for me. Shawn Michaels, always up there. I loved Val Venus. Yeah. Most of you won't remember who Val Venus. Val Venus was... Basically a porn star that they made a wrestler, <laughs> and he would come out, and he'd be like, hello, ladies, <laughs> and he would just come out and say the most inappropriate dialogue any child's ever heard in their lives. And I don't even know how he got away with doing it on TV on a nightly basis. I follow a, uh, there's like a 90s wrestling uh, Twitter account that's pretty funny, and it was, they sent out one yesterday that... Uh, the Attitude Era was out of control. It really it, was. And it was a Shawn Michaels gif of him simulating yeah. a sexual act. Yes. And just like, you know, this was flying on TV. And we were like eight years old watching this. Like, yeah, Shawn, yeah! Dude, my mom Screaming was... Screaming at my TV in my basement. My mom was more strict on me watching South Park <laughs> and Simpsons at a young, young age. Sure. Than she was of me watching wrestling, and she didn't have any idea. No clue. It's like I had sports, whatever, you know, right. guys jumping around. Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. Watch it. It's fake. Let him watch it. <laughs> and I'm watching, and I'm probably like 10 or 11, and it's like the hoe train with, <laughs> what was his name? Uh, um, 
Big Daddy or something yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he basically his shtick was that he was a pimp, and he always had like eight women coming out with him. <laughs> and I'm like, Mom, like, you had no idea this whole time I'm watching this, and you're not letting me watch the cartoonish, clownish version of that. May or may not be reacting to Trish Stratus walking out into the ring. I don't know. Man, Trish Stratus. That's a throwback Google. That is worth a Google. I think I wore those letters out on our keyboard. <laughs> Remember the typing test at school where they put paper over your fingers? I could type her name without looking. Everything else, I'm out. I don't know. Where's the W? I have no clue. But the T, the R, the I, the S? Oh, man. Right there. The T. Uh, you know, but I didn't want to start this segment with wrestling talk. Okay, sorry. But you are taking me to a fun time in my life. It's a fun walk down memory lane. RIP to some of these old wrestlers. I have a question for Swag. So I see a story yesterday that the World Cup is asking Budweiser to basically hide their stalls now. Budweiser is the paid sponsor of the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, this is Cutter. all last minute. Very last minute. And Budweiser now is scrambling. They're like, what? Like, we Wait. can't prominently place our beer stalls out in the open? And Cutter's like, no. Because we're stupid and we have archaic rules as a country. Wait, wait, wait. Like they have to hide the bars or the signage? They have to hide like signage because they have these alcohol stipulations now. Which I would, uh, if I'm Budweiser, I'm freaking out. Like I paid for that sponsorship yeah, they are for the World out. Cup. They like, are. What are there's, you talking there's about? There's a meeting going on with some World FIFA people going. <laughs> they paid millions nope, yes. of dollars for this. We're doing this yeah. or we're out of there and you're giving us all our billions of dollars back. Well, wow. I, I want to ask you this because I don't think I'm going to get to it tomorrow. I don't know if it's going to get to it at all. The World Cup does start next week. Sunday. Sunday. It starts on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. the U.S. plays its first match on Monday, and, right Right after we're done, 11 a.m. And, and I've admittedly, I've tried to, I'm not going to act like I know anything about any of these teams, but I've tried to do a little reading. I want to be interested in this, but I'm also finding these stories and many others. It's hard to get, it's hard to get excited about it for many, many reasons. The morality of aspect of the world cup not that any other yes. world cup has never been <laughs> fundamentally twisted sure but this one far more than the other seems to be the most egregious one and i know the world cup is something that a lot of people are just gonna they're gonna watch and they're gonna follow and they're gonna root and they're gonna chant usa usa yeah. i get it but like seven thousand slaves have been murdered to build this stadium and 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 gay people can go but they basically can't be gay in public yeah they have apps that are tracking people and they're worried about data research that's going to now belong to foreign entities budweiser can't even prominently place you know signage and beer and i don't think they're actually selling alcohol inside the stadium the fan zones are there are areas before and after the game right next to the stadium that you can go and I think if they're selling anything in the stadium, it's non-alcoholic. Yeah, they're not is, allowed to sell a beer in the stadium. What's the point? Yeah. So, so is this World Cup going to be harder than most, or is this just once they play soccer, they're playing soccer? Who cares? Once they, what you see on TV will look very familiar. I think if you were going, it would look totally different. I think it would not be the experience that if you were coming from the United States or Western Europe or South America. I never want to go to a country like this. I don't get people that want to go to countries like this. Yeah, how much money would I have to pay you to go watch this World Cup in person? Because it's a pretty high amount for me. I, I wouldn't want to go anywhere yeah. near this thing. I don't know, If man. I was going to cover one as like a reporter or do it that way, I'd, 
probably this is the one because I'm not going to feel like I'm missing out on the experience. I'm just going to cover it. <laughs> oh, you're not seeing. Yeah, I get what you're, you're not saying. missing out on the party that yeah. would actually so, be enjoyable. Yeah. As normal World Cup should be when they're played in the summer in a developed country. That's the know. other thing. You're playing it in the winter and all of the, you know, this is normal league time for most of the soccer leagues around the world. The U.S. is the only one that plays its league at an off schedule because yeah. of the NFL and they can't get on TV or nobody will watch. So, like the Premier League and the Bundesliga and La Liga and Liga 1 are all... Uh, <laughs> the what? Say that again. Liga 1. <laughs> Big in fan. France, big fan of the legal. Oh, you yeah. know what the all means? Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue what the all means. I don't either. That's one. It's League One. Oh, that's how they say one. Huh. Yeah. Are you doing that right? Uh, I'm over exaggerating a touch, but <laughs> I can't wait to find out who was number huh in the college football playoff ranking. Yeah, give us number. Night. Give us number one, number two, number three in French. The way you do it. Oh, huh? Oh. <laughs> like one, two, three. Yeah, I look. I think this is something where once it eventually gets going, maybe it'll be on a TV, game, and you're, you're like, going to want to see your country, and, you and you're going to want to see all the players, and you want to see Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi probably. I don't really. Care. Their last World Cups. And, really so I can watch Messi choke again. Isn't he coming to the MLS? Yeah, eventually. There's a report he's coming to Miami. Yeah, he's yeah, going to watch, watch him in Providence Park in a Maybe year. Cristiano Ronaldo might be coming to the MLS. I think soon. all these guys go to the MLS because the MLS will way overpay for expired. When they get to come build their talent. brand in America, yeah. which is helpful yeah. for them, for their business entities and all that. I, there, the, For us, like selfishly speaking, there's going to be games that fit our schedule. They do. Like we get done with work and I get home and it's like, well, what the hell yeah. am I going to so do the rest be of the day? The, the, in, the fir, in the group stage, the games are at 5 a.m., 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Pacific time. Okay. I just I, – I can't, I can't go all in, though. I just can't do it. Like if, if we're going to uh, – you know, be outraged and do multiple segments about live golf and Saudi Arabia and the money and yeah, where no it's kidding. coming from and the sports washing. No and kidding. A lot of those are valid points and valid arguments. This is a country that bought the rights to a World Cup, which happens every four years. So it's not, you know, I'm yeah. not active. Happens my in the buried. Olympics. It happens. But there are certain there are certain parameters that you should yeah. not be able to go out of. Like if the United States wants to bribe their way into the, a, a World Cup, it's like, all right, that's fine. Everybody bribes their way into a World Cup. We're playing it in November. In a country that won't allow people to be gay, that like makes women wear scarves over their heads, like yeah, I just, yeah. I'm, I'm out on this, man. I'm out. I'm I'm gonna watch it occasionally here or there, but uh, the, like I, the World Cup is one of those things where I do genuinely enjoy getting into in the summer. Oh, it's great because there's the nothing going on outside yeah, of baseball. Yeah, middle of July and August. And, like, hey, I'm and, gonna watch USA. Hey, there's a France Italy yeah. game on. Let's get well, into this. Well, the next one after fun. this will be in North America. The next one's here, which yeah. will be great. I'll Where's get it fired at? up next? It's coming to North America. Canada, America, Mexico. I'm asking, like, what cities again? Uh, It's all over the It's all throughout the United States, Canada. Seattle has one, don't they? Yeah, Yeah. Seattle will get a spot. I think they've got... Go to that one. they got to put grass in, though. Yeah, they'll they'll bring it in. That's not a problem. Yeah, I just... I I don't know. I I think it's interesting to think about because it's going to start. This is one you're you're just watching the games. I don't think you're... Especially trying to go over the holidays too. I just I think yeah. for a lot of folks it's gonna fade into the background. You have your soccer diehards that will come oh, with you to anything. I think you're gonna be wrong. I'll be curious on that. Like Black Friday when there's big time college football games going on, or Thanksgiving Day when there's NFL I don't know if they're playing on Thanksgiving or not, but you got three NFL yeah. games like country pride is a crazy thing. Thirty man. million people watch I Packers know. and Cowboys on Sunday. 
Why did you just ruin one of my show names? <laughs> Sorry. 30 million. That number upset me. That's that upset me. That is a crazy number of people. It's like a middle of the road okay <laughs> team versus like a bad team. The Packers team. suck. They're and awful. the Cowboys are okay, I guess. <laughs> and 30 million people watch that game. Because it's the Packers and the Cowboys. My Agreed. daddy was a Cowboy fan. So I, look, I think you're always going to get your like but if if I ask any of anybody in our audience, I, are, are they playing on Thanksgiving? Are there games on Thanksgiving, do you know? I believe so. Okay, I'm just using Thanksgiving as an example. You're at your family gathering on Thanksgiving. Are you watching the NFL afternoon slate, or are you watching a uh, Portugal versus France World Cup game? Just because I don't know the – I'd have to go back and look at uh, how it's broken down. Just for an example's sake, USA versus Argentina or Lions insert whoever the hell they're playing, I think more people are going to watch USA. Really? I do. I'm watching the Lions. I probably am too, but I'm gonna probably have the USA thing on an iPad. Team USA doesn't bite kneecaps. We don't know that yet. That's true. They could be kneecaps. They biters. could be desperate enough this year to finally do something. I mean, geez, just do something, men. Can the, can the men's team do anything in a World <laughs> Cup, please, in my lifetime? It is going to be kind of funny now that we have all these John Hamm ads. If they come out and just lay a total egg and don't get out of group stage, well, how much pressure's on Pulisic? Oh, he's the—I mean—he's the chosen one. He's right? LeBron James of yeah. American soccer, but Go he doesn't play in America. So the U.S. No. plays <laughs> oh, England <laughs> at 11 a.m. on Black Friday. What time? At 11 a.m. Pacific time on Black the, Friday. On Black Friday, the U.S. and England on Fox. Imagine if Oregon, Oregon State was Black Friday this year and it was oh, a knee kick. I mean, I, I'm not, I wouldn't watch any of that <laughs> no, soccer match. Oregon, Oregon State. Yeah, that's not a game. contest for me. Uh, to answer your question, and we'll go on this. How much would I, would you have to pay me? I learned very quickly when I went to Vietnam in 2019 that, yes, communist country, but easily bribable in any situation. In oh, fact, most cops want to get paid, so they will just harass you <laughs> to the point where you slip them a couple bucks and they'll walk away. I watched a man quite literally go through customs and not have his proper documents, and he slipped the dude a bunch of money, and they <laughs> let him walk right through. Go ahead, buddy. You're so good. however much money it would take to bribe my way the hell out of Cutter is how much I want yeah. if I'm having to go to that. That's how much you need. Yes. Because most of those countries, you can bribe your way through. It's just horrible, man. It's horrible. It is, but it's also maybe the biggest world event we have. It probably is. You yeah. think it's bigger than the Olympics, the World Cup? Yes. It's got to be, right? Well, it, yeah. Most popular yeah. game. Yeah. Worldwide, sure. How many events in the Summer Olympics do you not care it's about? It's a little unfair because you have so many events and so many athletes and so many countries involved with the Olympics. That's the Olympics' fault. Stop picking all these sports. Well, I'm saying, like, if you if you compared ratings of all the events in the Olympics to the World Cup, what wins? Probably World Cup. I think World Cup, but yeah. I might be wrong on that. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, we have a lot to get to today. Bobby Marks of ESPN is going to join us. Uh, covers the NBA, former front office exec. He had an interesting tweet yesterday about the Blazers, which I thought was a sneaky good point. And we'll talk about them as well today because they got yet another win via the Shack of Troutdale. And so uh, shout out Mike Richmond on that one. And uh, a lot of football to get to and the Dirty Polls today at 630 as we got the college football playoff rankings delayed because of double overtime in college basketball. <laughs> but uh, let's get it going. Dirt and Spray, good to be with you on 1080 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We'll get to the dirty poll. We'll see what Dirt thinks of his top 10 versus the College Football Playoff Committee's top 10. I got to be really honest. I know I'm saying this. I'm treading in dangerous territory here. Uh Uh-oh. It, it ain't college basketball season, and it needs to stop being prominently all over my television. I I had a little bit of an Aaron Judge breaking into Clemson Wake Forest vibe going on last night, where I'm like, "What are we doing here? Powerhouse programs by jersey name and and history." But I I just I could not care less. I'm not there yet. I don't think I'll be there until I'm sitting at the PK yeah. watching Oregon State play Duke. Oregon State was on TV last night. I could have turned over as soon as the Blazer game was done. I had no interest. Who's Bushnell? 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 Bushnell. It's the former. I think it's uh, formerly Northwest Christian College. It's, it's so it's a it's a pseudo JUCO that's down in Eugene, uh, somewhere in the Willamette Valley. Yeah, they came Jeez up and Louise. played Portland a couple of years. Is ago. that the Luke Jackson School? I no no that is that Northwest Nazarene. It was something like that. I that was know. like a Christian it's, it's college. It's one of thing. those. Okay. Well, anything below Division two is basically the same level as JUCO yeah. to me. So they're playing a JUCO team. I've no interest. I can't name a player on Oregon State's team. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Bring the roster up. I, I, I can't name a player. I, I can't I, name a single player. Wow. I think there's a kid with Pope in the name. Okay. Yeah, Jeremy Pope won uh, Freshman of the Week honors for the Pac-12. <laughs> He's averaging 15 a game. Come on! Get no. in the swing of things. I'm sorry. No. This is too, it's too Here's early. My, this is the analogy that I always use. We are at a buffet of sports viewers. And you're going down the line. And there's only some you can't put every item on your plate. You just can't do it. Your plate's going to fill yeah. up. Now, maybe you can go back for seconds on the DVR and you can say, I want to dive in there. But you're usually full after one plate. Right now on your plate is college football. Yeah. It's the NFL. The big obviously. servings of these two, by the big way. Big servings of those two. Yep. The Blazers are playing three damn games a week, sometimes four. Huge plate. Dude. Right? Big part of the plate. That's about all I got room for right now. It kind of is, yeah. I'll watch it, an occasional ca- NHL game. And it can't, like once, maybe every wow. other week is an NHL game I can fit into my schedule. Outside You're watching that, your Winterhawks, who only lost once in regulation in 17 games? when he's getting paid to watch When I'm him. getting paid to watch him, I'm watching him, right. baby. When I got to talk about him on a podcast, I watch him, but I pay attention but i don't have enough room college yeah. basketball is like so far off my radar right now it's not even funny your beeves are uh, it is three and oh for the first time since 2018 <clears throat> they've beaten nobody <laughs> they what are you doing nobody they beat tulsa that's nobody a- am i supposed to be wowed by a tulsa victory am i really supposed to be wowed <laughs> by that well with that squad after last season 
I mean, yeah, but they've beat nobody. I'm not ready to say they're going to be anything. They're picked to be last in the conference. Yes, they are. So we'll see. As football goes by the wayside, we only have two weeks left of college football regular season. I know, man. That's why I'm not ready. It's conference championship weeks, and then it's bowl games. By the time you get to there and you start playing meaningful games, then, yeah, maybe I'll I'll make a little bit of room on the side of my plate. But as of right now, no. The funniest thing to me about Oregon losing to Washington was people tweeting me trying to make fun of the Ducks losing in college basketball. Like, that, that hurts me at all. Like, I care. You largely don't. I didn't even, even know the they played. Prominently I didn't even know they played itself. last Friday. Like, oh, Ducks lost hoops, too. I'm like, all right, who all did right. they lose to? I have no clue. Uh, Swag doesn't yeah, even know. Swag doesn't know. Swag it was somebody count? they should not have lost to. Did it count? Was it a yeah, real game? Yeah, it counted. Okay. It was a real game. I think these games do count. They beat Montana. They, they they put a whooping on Montana State last night. Yeah, Suck oh. it, Bobcats. I'm surprised they beat Montana State. I mean, you just can't hang with the Mighty Ducks on the hoops floor, baby. Well, here's my point. I, I maybe maybe you and I sound like curmudgeon-y old guys who aren't willing to be flexible with sports, and that's pro- that's partially true. I when no, I'm in football no, mode, man, I'm in no, football mode. No, ninety ninety four percent of the sports populace. Dick is Vitale with us. actually said that on the broadcast of that uh, Michigan State Kentucky game. He's like, it's too early. He recognized everybody's still into college football. It's hilarious that they make the the rankings come out in between games, and every the only reason people were watching the, the end of that game. Was for the rankings, and it went to double overtime. They got a great game. <laughs> they did. They got a double OT game with Michigan State. Nobody yep. wanted and double Kentucky. Over, nobody wanted double. And overtime. once Oscar Schwebe, <laughs> who's probably the only name anybody recognized there, because he's the Wooden Award winner. <laughs> never, never heard of Oscar Schwebe in my life. <laughs> Big fan. But when Hall sends it to double overtime for Michigan State, you see this highlight go on Twitter, and what's the reaction on Twitter? Just give me the ranking. Yep. <laughs> Double Who's overtime. Number five. Dirt. I, I'm telling you, they have a problem in that sport. One, the one and done's killed it. But the second is they have to fix their scheduling. And what I mean by this, bear with me here. As Swag is deep into Portland Pilots basketball now, he's rewatching Air Force versus the Penal Academy, just so he knows anything about Air Force. <laughs> what if we start the season? With conference play. And then, when football's done, we get Kansas-Duke. Because Kansas-Duke, you would agree, is a blue blood, right? That's a good game. On paper, that's a great game. Yeah. And I don't think anybody cared yesterday. And that's the sport is a little backwards this way. Their biggest games are always at the beginning of the year when nobody cares. The NBA trounces it, and the NFL destroys the NBA. So what does that tell you about college basketball interest? It is by the wayside. Yep. Well, I wouldn't he be... said it's not Jordan yeah. Pope, it's Jeremy Pope. Swag doesn't even know. <laughs> Thank you. That's I it, I, proved our isn't point. Isn't that what I said? I don't know. Proved our point. I don't know. I've never heard of that name before, so I'm not sure what you said. God bless that person for watching, though. <laughs> Good for you. Seriously. Good for you. Congratulate. I cannot that's do a, it. That's a diehard right there. I can't do it. That's a diehard. You could oh, you could tell me there's a big game tonight. I am I'm not going to well, watch. Well, it's just it. not a good product. Like that's the end of at the end of the day, it's not an entertaining product. All right, well tell me this. The, the Ducks part. next game, number 3 ranked Houston. Kelvin Sampson's number 3 ranked Cougars are coming Sunday night 6 p.m. Oh, he's going to be in Eugene. To Matt Knight Arena. Yeah, it's Chiefs Chargers Sunday night football. Okay. I mean, come on. <laughs> Maybe on the DVR, or not on the DVR, but on the iPad. 6 p.m. tip. Are the Blazers playing on Sunday? No, they, no, play, they Saturday play Saturday night. night. Okay. You get me. I'll get you on the iPad. I'll throw you on the iPad. 
But that's Chargers Chiefs Sunday Night Football. That's a big game. It is Mahomes be Mahomes versus, versus Herbert. What are we doing here? And by the way, it is going to be a very rare glance over. <laughs> oh, look at that! They're losing. It's forty-four to <laughs> it's forty-four to forty-three with three minutes left in the game, and Dirt's going to go. Yep, that's college basketball right there. I'm going to turn back to football. Hey, they're playing a zone. They're slapping the floor, baby. Both teams are shooting twenty-four percent from three. Now the Blazers get Utah Saturday night. Yeah, hey, look yeah, at that. Battles tomorrow. The top two teams in the NBA. You're damn right. Let's it go. Is. Bring it on, Utah. College basketball. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I I actually wouldn't mind I like that. Your idea. I would say start it. Start at Thanksgiving weekend. There you go. With your big tournaments. Yeah. Go to big tournaments. Then in December, play your first round of college uh, of your conference stuff. Yeah. Then take a break in early January when regular season, before you get to the playoffs, play all those things in the middle of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When the bowl games are over. And then in end of January, February, you have your second round robin of yes. conference play I'm in on I would not be objected to moving the NCAA tournament back one week I wouldn't either what do I care is it still yeah, in March who cares when it is <laughs> if it's in March it's madness so you're it so really have to be in March you can still call it March madness call it yeah. April madness I don't give a damn <laughs> it doesn't matter to me move it back so your final four weekend overlaps the Masters mm. so basically on Saturday you have third round Masters coverage going right into the final four wow. and then on Mon- the Masters on Sunday, and then the National Championship the following Monday. Send that to Jason Barrett. Okay. Play-by-play man of the Portland Pilots in Dirt and Sprague fixed college basketball. Send that segment to that radio website. That'll get aggregated. That'll get aggregated. For sure. That'll get us followed by other ESPN shows that hate us. That'll happen. That'll definitely happen. Uh, all right. Dirty Poll is coming up next. The top ten in college football. Uh, but. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, welcome back in. We're getting through everything today. 90s wrestling, World Cup corruption, college basketball's big problem, and now we go to college football. We did have a Gonzaga fan chime in and say, this is the time of college basketball that I'm most excited because my team's playing relevant games. I mean, they played right. the aircraft carrier. Played yeah. on the aircraft carrier. Yeah. And then once they're done with that, they play WCC teams the rest they're of the year. They're playing Texas, I think, this weekend. Is Texas going to be good? They're ranked. I know they got the, is it Chris Mack? Is that the coach that left from Texas yeah. Tech? To, that was a controversial move. Yeah, I, I see Gonzaga fan point. To that, I'd say, one, be in a real conference. Two, <laughs> hey, take the sketch. Well, you know what I mean, for I mean, who they on. are. For Gonzaga. Don't take that personal. And also, our scheduling fix changes your feelings on this, right? If you know bigger games are coming 
Yeah, I would think it would help you as a Gonzaga fan because then you wouldn't have to pay as yep. much attention now to yes. when the calendar gets a little bit lighter and it's just bowl games and stuff. Like, nobody really cares about bowl games. There's probably three throw teams. Throw them in December. That's all good. There's probably three teams in that conference, by the way, for Gonzaga. And I'll throw Swag's Pilots in there because they seem to be a better team this year, a team that could win 20 games. There's three teams in the entire conference Gonzaga fan ever cares about really needing to follow. And one yeah. of them's leaving. So Right. And one of them is on their way out. So it's like if you have two or three teams that your te- that presses your team and that's kind of it, there's a lot of weeks where you, you, you're watching, but you're yeah. just like, meh. Yeah. No, if you opened up with, like, your Maui invitation. All right, we got to get to college football. Okay. Let's do it. The college football <laughs> playoff rankings have come in. The top ten of college football uh, no real surprises, I think. Georgia 1, Ohio State 2, Michigan 3, TCU 4, so there's your playoff teams. TCU or Tennessee is 5, LSU is 6, USC is 7, Bama 8, Clemson 9, Utah 10. So we have 10 versus 12 as Oregon fell to 12 this weekend at Autzen. It's time for the Dirty Pole. Let's, Let's go, that. baby. Uh, a quick update, by the way, because I like doing this. So in the with the current rankings, what the playoff games would look like, your teams with buys would be Georgia, Ohio State, TCU, and USC. Are you talking about the expanded playoff? In the expanded playoff. Th- those would be the buy teams. Your your first-round games would be these. Penn State at Tennessee. Yeah. Utah at LSU. Yes. Uh, Central Florida at Michigan, because you got to have the, the small school in there. Yeah, maybe. Clemson at Alabama. Those would be your playoff play-in games on home sites. All right, let's get to the dirty poll. Number 10, we're getting kinky, we're getting weird. we got three teams that dropped out of the rankings this week. It was a topsy-turvy week in the top 25. Uh, out are Oregon, UCLA, and Ole Miss. See you later. Yeah, out of the top 10. Uh, in the number 10, and I want to I ask you guys to tell me the difference between this team and another team. Okay. There is a team in a Power 5 conference who doesn't have the best of non-conference schedules. Okay. Has only lost one game, and it was a close loss. And they are 8-1 on the season. That team is North Carolina. Yes. Now, do I believe North Carolina is necessarily a top-10 team in the country? I don't know about that. I wouldn't take them to beat UCLA. I wouldn't take them to beat Oregon. But resume speaks for itself, and they're a one-loss team. What is the difference between North Carolina and USC? They have a quarterback who is in the Heisman conversation, for those who haven't watched North Carolina this year. really good. Their defense is not good. Their offense is incredibly talented. They're scoring a ton of points in every game. They're eking out wins that they probably shouldn't eke out. You look at it, you're like, hey, that was kind of weird, but they won. What's the difference? So here's here's my instant kind of thought. One, branding is big for these people, right? We can acknowledge that. Absolutely. That's the only right answer here. Right. If it was basketball, UNC would be ranked ahead of USC, but it's football, so USC's ahead of UNC. Here's my difference. Nine and one looks good. North Carolina's one loss. Notre Dame. Notre Dame at home. Pretty convincingly, by the way. That was 45-32. That was their worst performance of the year. USC has one loss, and they haven't played anybody largely, but their one loss is at least against a top-10 team. North Carolina, I do believe, has more top-25 wins, although I don't know that off the top of my head, but we're rolling with it. North Carolina, number 10. I think it's the win-loss thing. Uh, Number 9, back into the top-10 for the first time in a while. Uh, A team that's cruising, and they got a big one this weekend. Utah shows back up in the top-10 at number 9. There are two losses to UCLA, who I think is a damn good team. They just were sleepwalking through their game against Arizona this weekend, and then Florida all the way back in week one. I see SEC fans all the time. Your number two Pac-12 team can't even beat the number five SEC team. Well, guess what? If that game's played in Salt Lake City, Utah wins that game. But SEC teams don't come west. We have to go east. And it's stupid. Utah, not penalizing them for it. Number nine, they're back in the top 25. 
Uh, I'd look, I were in the top ten, excuse me. Not not happy about it, but I got to do it. You got to be honest. You got to be realistic. Uh, Alabama back in the top ten. They are number eight this week for me. They beat Ole Miss, who was the top ten ranked team in the country. Their only two losses are to LSU, who's up near the top five. Tennessee, who's in the top five. Tennessee might be a playoff team. LSU is going to the SEC championship game. So I got Alabama uh, back in the top 10 at number 8. USC climbing up a couple of spots. They dispatched Colorado the way that they should. They're up to number 7. They obviously got the big test against UCLA this weekend. LSU, I'm not going to punish them for a bad win against Arkansas. They didn't look good. They kind of no showing at that game. It was snowing. They're coming off such an emotionally hot. Like that win over Alabama to have to reset and go on the road and play Arkansas who is not as good as we thought they were coming into the year. Uh, so I'm not going to punish LSU for that. They found a way to get a win. That's all they needed to do. They're at number six. Top five remains unchanged. Tennessee five, yeah. TCU four, Ohio State three, Michigan two. That's where I disagree with the committee. And Georgia, number one. All right, Dirt will tweet these out with his uh, his personal account, at Dieter Johnson. We'll retweet it with the show page and the fan. Ten's the hardest spot. I don't. I never know what to do with ten. Uh, you know, ten is it's a debatable spot, but I, I really think there's – a. There's a group of teams, and if you pick one of those, eh. it's, cause it's easy when you do a whole top 25 because then you can have all these teams in there. But when you only do 10, it's like, I, I want to give somebody the attention and the love. Well, we'll get to the Blazers coming up at the top of the hour. I want to get to this. Pac-12's having a moment. Ooh. Talk about it next on the fans. Look at the Pac-12. Having a moment, man. Look at us, baby. Look at us. Six teams in the top 25. And four of them are staunch members of the conference as of right now. Yeah. Did you see the That matters to me. Did you see the athlete poll at UCLA? I did, but I didn't look through the detail of the results that closely. So the UCA athletes, to nobody's surprise, basically know nothing about what's going on with realignment and conference-changing landscapes. That's not about them. They were polled and asked if they care much about changing from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten. And like the least surprising thing, the results show that no, they don't. They don't care. Like they just want to play their sport. They want yeah. to get their education for free, or they want to get their NIL money, and they want to play sports and be teenagers and young twenty somethings. Right? Enjoy college. Enjoy their lives. Well, then they were also asked about who they closely align themselves with more, because the reason they were pulled on this was because of the California Regents Board. I think there's a decision coming this week or today. It's coming. It's looming. It is. But what's funny about this, and it's going to go into the Regents' face, because, you know, there's this whole, like, you can't leave Cal behind, UCLA. (laughs) And UCLA's like, piss off. We're going to make $100 million. Leave us alone. (laughs) (laughs) We're rich, bitch. The players and the athletes at UCLA were asked who they closely aligned to in their minds, school-wise. Cal or USC, it was like 97% or 94% USC. I mean, how would it not be? Right. It's Los Angeles. It's so, the rival. It's the same city. The regions are going to be like, well, but you're in the California college system with Cal. And the <laughs> athletes are like, we don't care and we don't even know that. I didn't even so, know that was a thing. Right. Um, <laughs> so I just thought that was funny. Six teams in the top 25, man. And I know Oregon just lost, so that's heartbreaking. But you're 12th. Yep. Utah's 10, so you got a 10 versus 12. USC... We keep waiting, and they just keep winning, so we'll see this weekend. They're number seven. Washington comes in at 15. UCLA at 16. And Oregon State uh, cracked the top 25. They came in at number 23. Look at you. And so, yeah, I mean, good for them. They, I think they're a top 25 team in college football this year. I was actually a little bothered on my drive home yesterday that you laughed at my <laughs> Oregon State could be the best team in this conference if they had a quarterback comment. I shouldn't laugh. I should not laugh. You can't help it, though. I can't help it. 
It just does feel weird to say. Well, that's a, but, I mean, it's, it does feel weird to say. It's also a huge part of a football team. I, like the Blazers, you don't think I know that? <laughs> the Blazers could be the best team in the NBA if they had another MVP candidate. Well, they already are the best team in the NBA, so the joke's on you. I mean, they, they and their MVP's the, name is Damian Lillard. If you gave them another MVP, they'd win the NBA championship. <laughs> like, it's very easy to do that. That's a big part of building a team. I'm just saying the team is good enough if we around, all know it's good, that, yeah. around that one yeah. position. But the point is that there are six teams in the top 25. They're having a moment, and I know they're going to lose USC and UCLA, so let's not talk about that right now. Let's just embrace the moment. They're not going to get to the playoff, I think, but even if they do, it'll be USC – Either way, this is shaping up pretty well where you can finish the season strong as a conference and build into it going into next year because conceivably everybody's coming back next year. You would think, right? I, I think the best part about this, and, and it's where for a moment I'll take off the Oregon hat and put on the uh, Pac-12 dirt hat for Saturday, and that was I, I think it was good for the conference that Washington won that game. Like, Oregon, at least to this point, I, to, in my opinion, and I'm obviously biased when I talk about them from time to time, had proven that they're a top-10 team. Like, Dan Lanning had shown, like, hey, we're, we're heading in the right direction. We're recruiting at an incredibly high level. Like, we can debate, will they win a national championship at some point? When will they make a playoff? Like, th- those are debatable things. But Dan Lanning has proven himself as a good coach. Oregon feels great about where they're at. And the future is very bright. And Eugene, whether they won or lost on Saturday, for Washington to get that win, for Kalen DeBoer to get that win for the conference, I thought was a really big deal. Because no matter how you feel about Oregon, no matter how you feel about Washington, and I think every Pac-12 fan is hoping, myself included, that they stick around the conference and this remains a thing, you need Oregon and Washington to be your two big dogs. Going forward in the Pac-10, Pac-11, whatever the hell we're going to be, those need to be your breadwinners in the, in the new conference because USC is gone. UCLA has been so up and down. I'm not too worried about losing them. But USC, after the hiring of Lincoln Riley, like you need those two to be good. And so for Washington to win that game, be ranked in the top 15, they have a chance to have a 10-2 and two season, that's a great sign. We know that Utah is consistently good. Oregon State has clearly shown they're heading in that direction. They could be a top 25 team. I think Washington State is bordering on that as well. They've had a pretty good up and year, a little up and down, but they're finding their stride here late in the season. So you're feeling good about where everybody's at, where the conference is at, even with USC and UCLA leaving. I mean, we do paint a positive Pac-12 picture here. We also joke on the conference that they piss down their leg every year in a moment when they don't need to. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think if you were to just look at the uh, – you're getting, I'm getting ahead here, but I can't help it because DeBoer's coming back. Lanning's coming back. Smith is going nowhere. Dickert, you mentioned Wazoo, their quarterback's going to have a year of experience under his belt in that system. I'd imagine that kind of athlete's going to be scary to face next year. Yeah. Say what you want about their record and where they are. Arizona's been a, a bit of a dog in this conference, man. They can bite you at any time. Yeah, and I think Jed Fish is getting the recruiting going a little bit, too. He's starting something down there. The Phoenix area is a great area to recruit. Arizona State's a mess. There's no reason Jed Fish can't go an hour up the freeway and start plucking some dudes. That McMillan kid that they stole from Oregon has had a He's been unbelievable yeah. freshman season. Also, Him and that getting into the Las kid. Vegas yeah. area, too. Ton of high school yep. talent in Las Vegas. Yeah, USC and UCLA are here for one more year at least, right? So there's Chip Kelly you assume Lincoln Riley's like you just kind of go through it and it's like everybody's coming back and yeah some players are going to be gone but like all of these programs we're finally at a place where I think we can say great coaching going on this these are all really good coaching Colorado's got to make a good hire 
I'm not but as, even then. Every conference yeah. has a dorm. Like every conference has a Vanderbilt. Sure. You know, if Colorado's going to be that for us, then that's fine. Whittingham's going nowhere with Utah. He's not going anywhere. I mean, I just, I, I don't know, man. The conference is not going to get to the playoff. I think, I think USC's going to lose this weekend. We'll see. Maybe I'll be wrong. Yeah, but, but even Band- Vandy just beat Kentucky in their place. Well, and Colorado's Colorado not I mean, yeah. they at least can beat a team. But, but the point is, whether you make it or not, to me, is a moot point. It's that this conference is really damn good. And I think next year, the reason what this conference has done now is earned a lot of respect, I think, throughout the country. And I think you're going to see a lot of that respect when we talk about this conference going into next year because this conference season has been so good for them. Well, and I'll say this, too. I, I, the, the numbers for Oregon and Washington, I didn't compare them to other games around the country, but I want to say they got about 4 million viewers. Ole Miss and Alabama won the weekend, as painful as that is to say, because Oregon UW was easily the better game. I watched both. Ole Miss, Alabama had like nine million. It's Alabama. Yeah. It's hard to compete with. Uh, but but even though I I think it was good for the conference to have those two teams play that entertaining of a game, and to show that both pro like both programs are here and they're relevant, and it was a great back and forth game. Again, heartbreaking for my side, but that was an incredible football game, and that was really good. Like you got a prime time moment, two teams that are sticking around potentially in your conference. You're trying to pitch this to TV networks right now. We're hopefully going to find out something on that deal soon. And you get teams signing on the dotted line that keeps them in the conference for a number of years. Like, hey, this is what you can have. These are two programs that are on the rise, programs that are going to be relevant. They're going to play an entertaining brand of football. This isn't Iowa versus Indiana that's 10-7 to 7 that nobody wants to watch. You had TCU Texas going on at the same time. It was 17-7, and if I was watching that, I would have fallen asleep because they didn't have 200 yards offense. It's an entertaining brand of football. Maybe that helps you sell it a little bit Do more. you think that they should change to A-conference games going into next yes. year? yes. Because you're screwing yes. yourself if you do nine again. Nobody's ever gone nine and zero. Why do we do this every year? No, and don't you, do it. And you always play a good team in non-conference, which screws you too. Yeah, you have to build off this. This season's a builder for this conference. You got to build off of it. Yeah. You got to put yourself in a good position next year. That's, yeah, to, you have to eventually get a team in that. You just do. Like well, you, I mean, you're going to, and uh, maybe a year or two, it's going to be guaranteed that you're going to get a team in the playoffs sure, every year. Sure, but you know what I'm saying. In the in the four-team playoff, it'd be nice to break that. If USC does it, like, I know a lot of people hate USC out here. I'll kind of be happy for the conference if they I can see, do and it. I won't. That's what, like, somebody texted earlier this week. It was like, are we back in the pack with USC? I'm not, because we're not in the USC. If USC goes to the college football playoff, it's not going to be, hey, what a reward for the Pac-12. It's going to be, look at that. They're going to the Big Ten. Look what the Big Ten is picking up. That's going to be the entire storyline about them going. Yes, the Pac-12, well, I, I disagree with Pac-12 gets nothing. They'll get something out of it. But, well, sure, financially they yeah, will. But your narrative setting is It right. will be more about, yeah. look what the Pac-12 yeah. is losing. They're losing the only team that can make a college football playoff and see how laughable your conference is. The funny thing is how much they're going to help USC because they're going to put USC in that crap division. You know they are. Well, they're getting rid of divisions in the Big Ten. Oh, yeah, touche, they are. Yeah, You're right. I forgot about that. You got that. your round-robin scheduling. There was a random report the other day that the, the Pac-12 was going to go to eight and do their little uh, buddy partnership with the ACC because nobody in the ACC can get out of their TV deal, so they're all stuck in there. Hey, let's play some entertaining non-conference games. I don't care if it adds another tough non-conference game. Like You should not play non-conference games. If other conferences yeah. and not every conference, but they is gotta doing align it. because it's so tough for them, especially if they want home and homes. They gotta find another conference to do a deal with because otherwise you're gonna get two, you're gonna get more Big Sky teams I or want Mountain the Big West 12. teams. I don't want the ACC. I want it to be the Big Twelve. Well, like it just, it, it, I think the they fresh, should have created a super conference, but that's neither here nor there. Like the frustrating part for I'll use Utah and Oregon as examples on this. Oregon went to Atlanta and played Georgia in a 97 percent Georgia crowd. 
Utah went on the road and played Florida and lost in a tight game that they had a chance to win. They had it in the five-yard line with an opportunity to win that game. It's a really tough game. I know Florida's not great, but you're playing in one of the tougher environments in the country. Michigan, we've used their example all year. They played Baylor School for the Blind three times in non-conference. They've taken care of business in conference play, but they didn't challenge themselves early. TCU is an unbelievable story this year, and it's really cool to watch. Do we know who they beat in the first three weeks of the season? They played Colorado, who might be the worst of all Power 5 teams. They played Tarleton. Tarleton. I didn't know that was a thing. And SMU. They beat SMU 42-34. to Sonny Dyke's revenge game. That was, that was their non-conference <laughs> league. And so it just shows you, as a conference, like I know those games are good for maybe TV revenue and you get a couple, extra, a couple million bucks here. There. It is not worth it to play them because if you lose, you're punished. And all we care about when the playoff committee comes around is wins and losses. What's your record? Yep. doesn't matter who you play. doesn't matter who you have beaten. What's your record? I don't care if you lost to the number one team or you didn't play anybody that was any good. It just it, Everybody is coming at it from a different angle, and it is, they have shown you time and time again it is not worth it to schedule tough and non-conference. I was told last week San Diego State, by the end of last week, was going to be in this conference. If you and I tweeted something like that out and it went viral, I'm pretty sure we would have gotten in trouble for that. I heard we're going to add Montana. Okay. We wanted a grizzly bear in the conference. All right. Snow football. Tyson Alger's excited about that. I know that. Game day is going to Montana, Montana State this weekend. I couldn't care less. Uh, See, I all right. That's kind of cool. You don't think that's cool? Like when they went to Jackson State, going to smaller colleges? For Montana to have the chance to have college game day on campus? Mm. I think that's really cool. Mm. Okay. It does nothing for me. Wow. All right. Uh, loaded second hour. We kick it off with your first place Portland Trailblazers. Next, Dirt and Sprague. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.